Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Erie County Comptroller, Kevin Hardwick, founder of the show you're listening to right now. Kevin, good morning. Great to talk with you. Good morning, Joe. Great to be here. Now, Kevin, you have an int- in my opinion, you have an interesting perspective because you're a former Republican, now a Democrat. And so I think you can look at this from uh, different angles than a, a lot of people. Um, and I want to ask you just the, the easiest question. Uh, looking at Tuesday, I mean, a lot of people were talking about this, quote, red wave, red tsunami. I mean, it was anything but. Um, why do you think that was? Well, also let me add Canisius College political science professor, because that's another hat, obviously, I wear. And, and you know, we try to be look at it down the middle, although that's that's darn near impossible. We all have our biases. I'll, I'll tell you, Joe, um, Republicans woke up Wednesday morning a lot like Bills fans did Monday morning. You know, they 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 couldn't believe what had just happened. Uh, you know, the, the, the bills got beat by the Jets and the, the red wave didn't materialize. The difference is that uh, Bills fans, there's no quarterback controversy. Uh, you know, Josh Allen is the quarterback, and the only controversy is whether he should play this weekend or not, given his elbow injury. But on the other side, there is a quarterback injury. Uh, I'm sorry, there is a quarterback controversy uh, because uh, now you see a lot of a uh, lot of Republicans shaking their head and saying, uh, you know, what the heck? Um, and saying, well, maybe it's time to move on from Trump. And other people are saying, no, 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 Trump got us here. Uh, we got to stick with him. Uh, and I think that's going to that's going to be very interesting to follow uh, throughout the course of the next couple of years, the next election cycle, to see what happens. I mean, there are there are uh, a lot of possibilities. I mean, I think that the uh, Republican Party probably will move on eventually. Uh, another possibility, of course, that it doesn't, that it implodes. Uh, it's going to be going to be very interesting. You know, and Kevin, obviously you and I come at it as from two different political uh, opinions, but there are things we can agree on. And, you know, I look at President Trump and, and I will admit um, a guy I voted for twice, I voted for in the primaries. But when you have 70 percent of the nation in exit polling and we're not we're talking CNN exit polling, say they're not happy with the direction of the country. You have a president who is below or at 40 percent approval rating. I mean, what else as Republicans can they point to to blame Tuesday on? It's not like America is mm-hmm. is happy with the current um, leadership in Washington. I mean, where else can you point if it's not uh, former President Trump? 
No, if Republicans couldn't win this year, you have to ask yourself, when, you know, what year could they win? And, of course, there were a lot of factors going on. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, in addition to the Trump factor, uh, getting involved in a number of races, and, and perhaps if he had stayed out, and I would include New York's governor in that race. You know, he came out late the last week, endorsed uh, Lee Zeldin. Um, I'm not sure Lee Zeldin needed his endorsement. Lee Zeldin was doing just fine with Trump voters. I don't think any of them were were not planning to vote. And, and because Trump came out and said, oh, I'm going to go vote. No, those people were going to walk through walls to vote for Lee Zeldin. And all it did was give Kathy Hochul's people one more card to play. And that's, hey, look, look who's backing him. He's just like He's just like Trump. And that that affected the people in the middle, you know, that 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 two or three percent in the middle. And it it certainly made a difference in the election. The other thing, of course, that came into play here was that the abortion decision this uh, this past summer, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, that energized a lot of people. And a lot of them were probably young people uh, because we had tremendous uh, uh, youth turnout this year, Uh, something that a lot of people, including myself, didn't see coming. Um, you know, it was uh, it, 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 it should have been a good night for the Republicans. Uh, it wasn't. They kept control of the Senate. Uh, the Democrats kept control of the Senate and they may may indeed have a pathway to keep control of the House. Uh, either way, the red wave that uh, was much touted did not materialize. Uh, and a lot of experts were were fooled. Um, and that's, you know, that, as they say, like the Bills game last week, that's uh, that's why they play the game. And I have a few more questions on the Republican Party, but I want to focus on the state first because you mentioned Lee Zeldin. Uh, were you surprised how well Lee Zeldin did in a state that Joe Biden won by 23 percent? Yeah, he, there, there, there's, there's no way he should have done as well as he, he did. I think that's a, that's a tribute to the campaign he ran. I think there was a real possibility. He, you, you know, I, I, I expected Kathy Hochul to win, but I would not have been shocked. Uh, had Zeldin won, I think he uh, he did a lot with what he had to work with, especially that crime issue. You know, upon further review, it may well be that he peaked a little bit too soon, that the Democrats saw him coming. Um, you know, in order to win a state like New York, a very blue state, it kind of got to sneak up on them and catch them sleeping, kind of like what Donald Trump did in 2016 in uh, in, in Wisconsin and in uh, Michigan. You know, uh, Hillary Clinton didn't see him coming. Hillary Clinton didn't campaign there, wasn't running many ads there, and he just snuck up and, and surprised everybody. Uh, well, you know, we had all these polls a week or two out that showed the race tightening in New York this year, and, you know, that I think woke a lot of Democrats up who, uh, instead of just phoning it in, staying home, saying, uh, Kathy doesn't need my vote, they came out and they voted. Uh, And I think that made the difference. That and, of course, that Trump endorsement, uh, again, as I previously said, I I, I don't think helped Zeldin either. But I think he ran. You know, I I don't know if you can't win this year uh, and you can't win with that campaign because he did make a lot of that crime issue. He scared a lot of people. Uh, and uh, and he did much better than than he should have. Um, hats off to the people who ran his campaign. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question I asked Carl Calabrese, and I plan to ask George Maziar's in the next segment. Do you think, since it was such a close race, that Kathy Hochul and the Democrats in New York um, are going to, you know, address the things that made it such a close race? 
Yeah, I think I, I think specifically things like uh, like uh, uh, crime and and specifically bail reform, I think will get addressed further. Um, yeah, I, I I mean they'd be foolish to do otherwise. Um, you know, and and you're going to have some internal uh, bickering within the Democratic uh, uh, Party, uh, but it's going to be nothing like what's going to happen in the Republican Party over the next few years. Now, I want to go oh, uh, one more thing. Uh, the congressional races, the local ones, uh, Higgins, uh, Langworthy and Tenney. Did anything in those races um, surprise you or did those go as you uh, were thinking? No, I, I, I don't think there were any big surprises there. I think if there were surprises in legislative races, it's that uh, uh, Democrats in the assembly races, several of them, which which were appeared to be in doubt going into Election Day, uh, were won. Uh, I, I, I won't say there were no landslides, but in, in many cases they won them handily. Uh, again, I think that, uh, that that was a bit of a surprise to some people that Democrats didn't lose any assembly people locally. Now, I, I want to go back because we were talking about the Republican Party. I, I do want to talk about the Democrat Party because obviously uh, their performance on Tuesday was better than I think Democrats, Republicans, anyone that studies politics uh, thought it would be on Tuesday. Does that mean the Democrat Party doesn't have to take a look in the mirror going into 2024? No, obviously not, because these things these things can change on a dime. I mean, you know, you look at some of the major landslides in uh, in in American history. You look at the 1964 blowout for Democrats. You know, Goldwater was the uh, the standard bearer for the Republicans and and got destroyed. Well, four years later, Richard Nixon is elected president. Um, there, you know, you know, I, I, I think, I think the focus is going to be on the Republican Party and what they do. And again, this I referred to it as a quarterback controversy earlier. I think it's going to be key because I think if if they choose to stick with uh, Donald Trump and have him be, you know, the the face of the Republican Party. I think they're going to continue to lose elections. Now, uh, you know, he excites a lot of people. He excites the base. Uh, but the base, Republican base, isn't enough to win enough elections uh, to keep that party viable over time. I think they're going to have to move on. And whether it's Ron DeSantis or someone else, uh, you know, I think they'll be there. There are a lot of people looking to turn the page. And, and now, Kevin, you, you mentioned bias, and, and this question might be my bias uh, coming through. Uh, but, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis seems to be the clear favorite in 2020. I think more than Trump, in my opinion, the clear favorite to run in 2024. I'm surprised, you know, seeing people who said they're Republican, but they don't like Trump, right? We, we've heard that for the last six years. Oh, I'm, I'm Republican. I'm just a Republican against mm-hmm. Trump. It seems like they're also against Ron DeSantis. To me, that doesn't really make sense because I view Ron DeSantis is a perfect conservative candidate. Can, can you explain that? You know, people like Rick Wilson, Bill Kristol, who claim to be conservatives, but mm-hmm. – just against Trump. They also seem to be against Ron DeSantis. Uh, is Ron DeSantis have a Trump issue as well? Well, well, some of that he might be Trump light. Uh, he's he's a bit in your face. Um, yes, he's a he's a conservative, but he's a bit in in your face. Uh, uh, Trump is very much in your face. He's in your face and, you know, uh, right, right through you. Um in, in in some respects, uh, DeSantis is the new Chris Christie. I mean, Chris Christie was a conservative governor of New Jersey, and he would tell it like it is. If you didn't like it, he would tell you where to go. And uh, you know, he didn't uh, he didn't uh, put up with much uh, much dissent. Um, and I think that may be what uh, what we're looking at with DeSantis. 
you know, if you want someone to bring people together to achieve a consensus, um, you know, you, you want someone else. And I'm not convinced that DeSantis will be the guy. Uh, I don't think Trump will be the guy. But, you know, you, you, you look at this part in the cycle, you go back years. I can remember before the uh, 2000 and uh, 2000, what was it, 2008 election, was it? Um, it was going to be uh, um, Hillary Clinton uh, ver- versus Rudy Giuliani. Uh, and it ended up being, uh, being uh, uh, McCain. And Obama, um, you know, early on, I mean, there was there was just no way that Hillary Clinton was not going to be the candidate in 2008 at this point in the cycle, a year or, or so out. Um, and that that happens quite often. You know, I mean, we're looking at polls now uh, that uh, that show the Trumps and the DeSantis is doing really well. And one of the reasons for that is they're the only people that that we know. Uh, as the debates start next year, as candidates announce, uh, there may be someone that we've never heard of uh, that will catch our catch our eye and we'll say, hey, you know, uh, 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 that would be the better candidate. It's it's not uncommon. Do you see this the way I do? There are factions of both political parties that when they're going through candidates and they're in a primary, they ignore what I think is the most important thing. And the most important thing, in my opinion, is putting a candidate that can get independents that might be able to get moderates on the other side. It seems like there are loud portions of both parties who completely ignore that come primary time. That's a that's a great observation, Joe. You know, we talk so much about the polarization in America, Democrats over here and Republicans over there, and they can't agree on anything. And they are so far left or so far right. And what we overlook is is what you're pointing out, that within the parties, within these very uh, 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 factionalized parties, there are factions in the parties themselves. Um, you know, there are uh, there are woke Democrats and there are, you know, Joe Biden, more middle of the road Democrats, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren versus, you know, the Biden wing of the party. And and certainly, you know, in the Republican Party, those differences are, are, are certainly more distinct. Um, and uh, although they've been they've been under the surface for a long time now after this, you know, bad performance the other night. I think they're they're coming to the surface and we're going to see quite a bit of it. I mean, you know, how how do you from within the party, how do you take down Donald Trump? He's not going to go easy. He's going to go kicking and screaming. And a lot of people are going to be kicking and screaming with him. It's 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 going to be tough. Like I say, there's a quarterback controversy. Um, you're, you, you may be old enough to remember some quarterback controversies in this town. <laughs> remember uh, uh, Johnson and Flutie? I mean, there were bar fights over that. Johnson Flutie? Uh, when know, I was... who, should, who should be the quarterback? And I think we're going to see the same thing on the Republican side. When I was, when I was in college, it was Lossman Edwards, which turned out to be uh, just a, a, a failure on both sides. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree. Yeah, you know, and um, I was talking about this, and Bowerly was talking about this during the week. My my biggest concern as someone on the right is that Trump would run as an independent if he didn't get the nod, and that would get Joe Biden or whoever the Democrats run four years. I don't think anyone could put that past uh, former President Trump doing that. No, no. And, and you know, if you want something else to look for, uh, Joe, on the on the right— it's again going back to those uh, those Generation Z voters uh, the other day. They're they're very democratic, and they came out. You know, young people normally stay home. Uh, they they vote when they get older. Uh, but we had you know we had pretty dramatic turnout in in key battleground states the other day. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, if that trend continues, uh, the older people are eventually going to, uh, myself included, die out. And the younger people are going to going to come in and, and, and be the voters replacing us. And, and if they're all voting Democratic, that doesn't bode well for the uh, uh, future of the Republican Party. And again, I think that's why uh, the Republican Party will change uh, uh, pretty dramatically in the next few years. Uh, and they'll they'll be competitive. They'll they'll continue to be competitive, but it won't be the same Republican Party that you see today. Kevin, before I let you go, very important question. Uh, do you think the Bills win today, and do you think Josh Allen starts? Well, absolutely they win. Uh, I assume he's going to start because, uh, because they didn't bring someone up from the practice squad. They didn't bring Barkley up from the practice squad. Um, I, I, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I hope they're making the right decision. I hope this isn't, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the flip side of the Tua decision with those concussions. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have mind seeing him rest for another week. But, you know, here's the thing. Uh, McDermott and company, they know what they're doing. There's no reason to doubt them. So I'm sure that they will make the right decision. Uh, would that we could say for all the people uh, that we elected the other day. Hopefully they'll make the right decisions also. That's right. Hey, Kevin, always great catching up with you. Uh, if I don't talk with you before uh, Thanksgiving, have a great Thanksgiving, and I'm sure we will talk soon. All right, Joe. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.